0: Welcome to It Starts With A Click. I'm Olivia Bossack, fashion photographer and educator, and this is a podcast for fashion photographers looking to build their business on their own terms. Hi everyone, I hope you're well. I'm really excited about this week's episode because it is with one of my best friends in the whole world, Georgina Yates. She is one of my makeup artists, um, someone I've known for just over two years. And she's one of my favourite people in the world. She's really funny, she's extremely talented, and she's just one of the kindest people you'll ever meet. So having this conversation with her about her career, how makeup artists work, how to treat makeup artists, how to approach makeup artists, what they need to know in advance of shoots... Um, all the things, all the nitty gritty things that you need to know about working with a makeup artist who are probably one of the most crucial elements of a photo shoot is all in this episode and it's a really entertaining one. We have a really great time chatting, so I hope you enjoy listening. Can you start off by telling everyone about yourself and how you got started with makeup?
1: Well, so... um yes I'm a makeup artist if you haven't already gathered and um, I was working in London I've been I was in London for 10 years and I've just moved back to Cornwall so my makeup business is now being rebooted in Cornwall. Um, In London I actually wasn't a makeup artist for the entire time Uh, I actually did uh, medieval English literature and I always wanted to be a music writer actually and so I went to London and I did actually become fairly successful as a writer, I did get to like the top of what I wanted to be, I was an editor, had some really good writing freelance gigs, I managed to get into my dream company which was louder sound and they do all like classic rock, metal hammer, blues mag, Uh, but when I got there I realised that I actually wasn't happy and I just felt really disillusioned with writing and I think it's kind of to do with the way that we now consume content these days. It's all like, Mm -hmm. it's like a fast food culture and it's Mm -hmm. like, get it out, get it out, get it out. It doesn't matter if it's good. It's just, you just got to fill this, what I actually used to call it the content landfill and I didn't enjoy that I was contributing to the content landfill. So um, after a really delightful breakdown, actually, um, I decided, I, I know. I was like, I cannot be bored in my job anymore. I can't live like this. I'm in my 20s and I'm wasting my time at desk being miserable. And I had to really like think about the kind of person that I was and like what I wanted from my life. And I'd done a lot of um, blogging for a fashion magazine called Noctis. And I'd been backstage at London Fashion Week. And that was like a dream come true. I, I absolutely loved it. And I loved watching like all of these artists like hairstylist, manicurist, makeup artists, so all around one model and just transforming her mm-hmm. into like a walking piece of art. And I mean, obviously, a lot of fashion week can be quite out there with the looks and the styles. And so it really was. It really was like watching art come to life. And mm-hmm. that kind of really, uh, I, I was really transfixed by this. And I thought, oh, do you know what? Because I've always like loved makeup. I was always kind of the person to do everyone's makeup at like a party or whatever. So I was like, well, maybe I should be a makeup artist. And so I, um, I, I had to have a real like, proper think about this because when you're, you know, makeup artistry, you're actually dealing, it's, quite, it's not as glamorous as you would imagine. You are dealing with uh, bogeys quite a lot. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> and you just have to like think, am I the kind of person that's greenish about dealing with this sort of thing? And I absolutely am not. So that's no. fine. It's odd, um, and also it's a very like nurturing um, career path because you know you're stroke, you're essentially stroking and massaging someone's face, mm-hmm. and you're kind of if it's like a client, say like a bridal client, you're trying to make them look and feel their best. So it's a very mm-hmm. nurturing career. Uh, mm-hmm. So what I did was I actually emailed a girl, um, a friend of a friend, who was a quite a successful makeup artist, and she was a teacher. At, um, mm-hmm. London College of Fashion she taught on the um make a make pastry short course there and she gave me like she actually gave me a very uh, honest opinion of the industry and she was like you it's a very difficult career and you do have to mm-hmm. have an incredibly thick skin mm-hmm. and I definitely didn't have a thick skin but I feel like I do now you um, definitely
0: have a thick skin
1: <laughs> Well, <laughs> back in the day it wasn't quite I was very sensitive so yeah. um I actually went to London College of Fashion and uh I studied under uh, this um this girl that emailed Ellie Tobin and Lucy Waring who's at Golding's makeup artist a girl called Claudia Savage who is now on like Pat McGrath's Fashion Week team and Mm -hmm. Christabel Riley who's like a really inventive makeup artist she's amazing and I ended up becoming mentored by her and she Mm -hmm. I was assisting her on lots of jobs and Oh she she basically taught me quite a lot she i yeah. I owe a lot of my career to Christabel taking me under her wing to be fair, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, so that's that's how it how it all began. oh, and you and I met um about two years ago through is it two and a half years ago now, um one of my first trips to London, where I was like, right, I'm going to go and do a photo shoot in London. I'm going to be brave to go and do it and i Um, obviously I've been living in Cornwall for 10 years and you've, you're Cornish, but haven't been living in Cornwall for a long time. And, um, I literally just posted in a Facebook group that I was looking for a makeup artist for a shoot I was planning in this random group. And you commented and you just happened to be from down here. We got on immediately like instantly (laughs) um we've worked together absolutely loads since and then in September you moved back down here and um we've been able to work loads down here and even though I'm moving soon who knows where with
1: me I can't I can't cope Olivia we can't mention it
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna be here loads it's fine you can't get rid of me that easily Um, but I'm gonna be shipping you up as well so yes, you're going to be coming up to work with me there so it's all going to be great but back to you what kind of makeup would you say you prefer doing oh well
1: you know me I <laughs> um, do.
0: but the uh, others don't <laughs>
1: <laughs> well okay it does totally depend on the kind of model i have sort of in my chair so if we're talking a high fashion model i am loving it because I feel like, you know, high fashion models, they can kind of take uh, any kind of makeup. They can take really unconventional makeup and they can really wear it well. So that's very exciting to me. Uh, I do love an artistic, surreal, weird makeup. And those are the kind of makeup artists that I follow, like Ismael mm-hmm. French and B-Sweet Beauty. I just love those guys. Uh, mm-hmm. So I do love a weird, arty makeup that makes you think, huh, but also... What I actually love about working with you, that everything that we do, it might have like a a strange aspect to it or a pop of colour that's a bit, oh, that's strange. But Mm -hmm. it's always very feminine. And that's what I like. I mean, it doesn't have to be um, surreal, but not feminine at the same time, you know?
0: yeah. I do love a fresh skin. So skin that looks like skin. That's like the goal. We've definitely, like, I feel like over the years, both of us have refined ourselves and are vision and we've gotten a lot better at finding a balance between being creative but not going too far and yeah. also still flattering our models and like it's a massive growing curve this is not something that you just know how to do Um a lot of photographers when they start working or start approaching me about advice they'll show me their portfolios and they ask me what to improve on and often it is you need to work closer with your makeup artist to find a balance between what both of you want and come to an agreement on how that's going to work because I think that when the makeup artist and the photographer work together that is when the images really flourish Um, yeah and I find that it's easy for people who are just getting started whether they're makeup artist or photographer to be afraid to have those conversations about how mm. you're going to work together. So um we've definitely improved on that, I think, and now are oh, very yeah. good at collaborating together. We've always been good at it, but definitely I've seen a change in the last couple of months between yeah, definitely. And I feel like I've become a little bit less bonkers
1: in <laughs> what I think is possible. <laughs>
0: But um, I, yeah, it's you definitely def- have the best <laughs> ideas out of anyone, <laughs> guys. I get the funniest voice notes from Georgie. She'll send me a message at like midnight on a Thursday. She's like, "I've had an idea," <laughs> and I always. Right, <laughs> I need to brace myself because they're always wonderful but sometimes they're a little bit like completely banana. how do you actually think we're going to achieve that? <laughs> okay, I've was. got an idea
1: I'm going to pluck feathers from the back of a flying bird and then I'm going to trim the feathers <laughs> into little arrows <laughs>
0: yeah. and stick them on her face
1: <laughs> yeah what do you think
0: <laughs> but I mean
1: I, I feel like being like a, a proper makeup artist I feel like it is a definite it's definitely a balance between doing like the no makeup makeup the glowy skin makeup the um you know the bridal look and then really pushing yourself to like mm-hmm. do something that's a little bit creative and a little bit out there like I feel makeup is an art like you are using brushes yeah. as a space so I really think that every now and again you should really like uh, push yourself to be a little bit more artistic but you don't actually need much for something to look really interesting. Like it just no. has to be like a little motif, and that will really elevate your images. That's what I think. And that's what I've learned as well. <laughs> <laughs> Rather than covering someone's face in rose petals, you don't you just need
0: one rose petal. Yeah, know? <laughs> less can be a lot more sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. So, in terms of your perspective when you're on set, what makes being on set really enjoyable for you
1: well it's I guess it's like a a two-pronged thing between uh practical uh practical issues and the atmosphere um so practically it would be nice to have time like time really is like the most important thing just knowing how long you've got with your model or or whatever um how long the team has for you and then like having a space to put your Stuff, having natural light like a comfortable chair like all of those things it just makes your job easier and that's yeah. like very important especially when you're doing makeup because sometimes you know you are bending over for a really long period of time and mm-hmm. it does set you back so it's, mm-hmm. nice, it's nice to have like the practical side sorted, but also it is a team collaboration if someone in the team isn't happy um that really does sort of re- reverberate throughout the rest yeah, of the it, team it
0: weighs down everything
1: yeah and that does it, for, it affects everything and it's um it's not nice when you feel like someone is unhappy or frustrated or or you know anything, anything mm-hmm. negative. It's it's not nice to be around. It's not nice to be around that in any job. No. So yeah. That's what I would um, say would make it enjoyable.
0: When is it really not enjoyable?
1: Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> you- <laughs> How long have we got there? No. Uh, so I guess the main thing uh would probably be um time
0: um Mm.
1: like if I mean makeup does take time and if for example we are doing something that is a bit out there I will always warn the photographer or the team how long something will take but Mm. if for example I'm being like rushed after like 20 minutes it's really unpleasant
0: yeah um, so how long do you think you need normally on average because there'll be a lot of people listening who may have mm-hmm. never worked with a makeup artist before and they have a- especially men they have absolutely no idea oh, often right. how long it takes to do makeup
1: yeah it really because also you've got to collaborate as well So you've got to talk about it and y- you need the time to like adjust things if something isn't quite right so mm-hmm. i would definitely give an hour to the makeup artist and yeah. you know even going over that like by 10 or 15 minutes like that's not unusual at all yeah
0: Um, i try to give an hour and a half at least
1: yeah
0: the first hair and makeup look and plan that in and you know whenever clients ask me how long we need timing wise i will plan in for that initial if it can be two hours, because you've got to remember that when people arrive on set, they're going to be staggered. People don't tend to arrive exactly on time. Some people might be 10 minutes late. Some people might be 10 minutes early. You need that time to sort of say, hello, how's your day? How are we feeling about today? What are we going to be doing? How do we need things to look? Sometimes there are changes that have happened, like maybe your model has changed or you've had a a different hairstylist come on set or the client has last minute decided they want something different for the backdrop or whatever it can be. Having that little bit of extra time can be really, really useful and really beneficial. So I always say, plan for more time. If you finish early, brilliant. (laughs) Exactly, yeah, that's definitely the way to go.
1: And also having very clear references is super Mm. important because for example, if like the, the, the client is like, we want yellow lipstick, I might not necessarily bring yellow lipstick if I've not seen that in the references or been told that. Yeah. So, you know, or, or the right,
0: the right tone of yellow lipstick.
1: Yeah, exactly. So just pre-warning people or just having clear references definitely makes a huge difference. So we all yeah. know we're on the same page, because some one person's blue smoky eye might be different to another person's vision of a blue smoky eye you, you just have to be able to see it to like so you know that you're on the same track
0: yeah. yeah and is there anything else that you think you need to be made aware of before you do a shoot before you arrive on set
1: oh well yeah that would definitely be like just having the references for example like specialist things like for example um beard hair if you if we're doing like a film and you want a beard um like that sort of stuff like I'm not gonna bring it if I'm like you know there's no references where the bloke's in a beard or the woman's in a beard uh, mm-hmm. and um yes I wouldn't bring it if I wasn't told to bring beard hair or yeah. like if it colors or like uh gems or glitter just anything that you definitely really want just make sure that's like not necessarily something that anyone someone mm-hmm. would have in a sort of general um yeah. shoot kit
0: yeah I've also just thought something that I didn't didn't pre warn you with this question so I'm just throwing it (laughs) on you here but um most people now assume that makeup artists can also do hair and that isn't always the case so I feel like from my perspective I need to always check if I'm gonna if I'm expecting a makeup artist to come and do hair they need to a know about it and b I need to check they actually do it
1: Yes, that is major. I, cause obviously, you know, we've worked together before and I always say, yes, I do some hair, but the thing mm-hmm. is I'm not a hairstylist and there, if you really want your pictures to be elevated and you've got a makeup artist that does, like me, a bit of hair, um, I would always recommend having a hairstylist as well cause it just elevates mm-hmm. everything. Cause hair, doing hair and makeup is a, like, hair is a totally different field to makeup and you yeah. wouldn't ask a hair person to do makeup.
0: No god no and so, you, like yeah. just like um it's, it's the same with us in video like yeah. photographers now are being asked to do video almost as often as they're asked to do just photo and I for me that's frustrating because they're extremely different mediums but yeah. I know that I should learn at least the basics so I can relate to you on that level <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I can do the basics I can class and I can
1: you know curl and all that stuff but if you want and you actually
0: underestimate how good you are because you are more than capable you're very good but i understand that (laughs) it's not the thing you love to do so yeah (laughs) 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 how do you like to be approached for a shoot like let's say a photographer wants to work with you they want to test with you how do you like being approached okay so this is actually super important
1: um because i think the way you approach someone is definitely gonna weigh you know whether they say yes or no is very kind of reliant on the way that you approach them so with me I guess I love it when say for example the photographer's got the idea and got the references and this is what they've got their goal so message me say who they want who the model is who the rest of the team is show me the pictures what is the end goal and and just give me like a full Overview of what is going to happen, and you know maybe if you have like how long that would be nice. But you know I usually assume it's going to be a day, mm-hmm. um, so that would be really lovely. And if it's for a paid shoot, I'd love to know like how many models there are, what obviously the references, like what what is what does the client want,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and how long do we have. And do I need to do her (laughs) yeah and uh yeah just just to be really sort of clear and if they for example if they just want to collaborate with me and like say do you have any ideas and that's also fine totally like Mm. but if they they already have their idea set just to be uh, clear and just communicate that to me in its entirety would be really lovely
0: and do you like being approached on Instagram or via email how's the best way you know what I don't really mind
1: either way I, I do like an Instagram because then you've got their work right there and then you can look up all the team and it's quite immediate so you kind mm-hmm. of have it all there but email is also fine like I have I kind of have it through both channels mm-hmm. yeah so either either all, but with Instagram you are like you know everything is there ready at the click of a finger
0: so. yeah okay what is the worst thing that a photographer could do before, during, or after a shoot? Okay,
1: so before, not telling me the references or telling me like I don't have, like I only have 20 minutes as a model, that sort of <laughs> thing. Uh, during would probably be like, you know, I, I think it's the rushing isn't very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it hasn't happened to me a lot, but on the times where I've said, for example, I did um, a commercial where I had to make uh, mutton chop beards for an actor yeah yeah <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah so I had to make these mutton chops and I actually said to the team I was like you just you need to give me the time to layer this beard on yeah. and then when I got to do it they were rushing me like hell and I was like I've told I told you in advance I need a good like at least a good 45 minutes to get the beard mm-hmm. on and they didn't give me that and it was just incredibly stressful and it doesn't need to be like that because I did warn them yeah. um but then after the shoot, well, um, I guess turning the contrast up so high that the eyebrows go black and the model looks like uh, <laughs> Ernie. That's never a good thing, is it? Or not <laughs> delivering the files. That is actually, oh, yeah, or not crediting me on any, like, social media-y sort of thing. Yeah. Because a lot of the time people credit the photographer and the model, but they forget, like, the hairstylist maybe even the stylist and the um and then the makeup artist
0: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I hear horror stories about like makeup artists who've done a test shoot with a random photographer two years ago never ever got files or never even heard from them as to why they weren't getting the files like if you're gonna ask someone to work with you on a free basis so you're all collaborating together photographers you need to at least deliver them something if something mm. goes wrong you can't deliver the images or you're embarrassed because you've done something wrong or you, you hate them that, you know, that happens. I've had that happen where I shot something and I messed up and I didn't like the images and I felt really embarrassed by them. I didn't just ghost my team. Like (laughs) I explained that I was upset with the images. I wasn't happy with them. um, And you know, I'm not going to share them. Uh, However, there have been a couple times where i necessarily haven't i haven't necessarily wanted to use the images in my own portfolio but the rest of the team would so i edit the images and send them to everyone that we've shot with because that's the decent thing to do so just don't leave people hanging it's really unfair it's really rude and you won't get people working with you again so
1: it's everyone's time and like the reason people do test shoots is because they all want the time to do their best work and that it is a team collaborative team effort and definitely oh actually another thing that um would be good to remember on on the shoot is that you know it's a collaborative effort and if for example the makeup artist has an idea about the way something could be shot like totally Mm -hmm. take that on board like you and me have always worked like that and like you Mm -hmm. said I remember our last shoot you were like oh I really think a black sort of smudgy eyeliner will go with this red lip and I was like oh I'm not sure and so we did one with my my what I wanted to do and we did one with what you wanted to do. And I actually I actually preferred the one with the grungy eye. So like just <laughs> because someone's not working, uh it's not like a makeup part, it doesn't mean that they don't have ideas. Um Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Like, be open to suggestions and, and listen to your team and listen to what they have ideas wise, because you'll often find that I like, I find that you come to shoots with ideas that I wouldn't have thought of. And sometimes I don't necessarily feel that excited about them, but then there's a certain moment when <laughs> you get going, I'm like, oh, this is this is really working. This is really, this is the missing piece that I didn't think of that the rest of the team have brought with me. Same goes with hairstylists or clothing stylists, whatever they are. You all need to work together. Absolutely. I think there needs to be one person who's kind of in charge and and holding the whole thing together yeah. because otherwise it's a free for all and, and it can go a bit mental, but you know, have that idea, be open to things moving and changing. I guarantee you that every single time we do a shoot, whether it's a client shoot or a test shoot, you never end up having the images you had in your head. They develop, they change, and that's great. That makes them unique. So I think it's about working as to get a team to create something that's unique for all of you where you're all getting a bit like, you feel like you've had some input, you feel like you've been able to test some stuff um, and you've come out with some great images on the other side.
1: Yeah. And if something like it's like an opportunity for people to test new mediums and if something mm-hmm. doesn't
0: work, then something doesn't work. And that's OK. Yeah. Like, yeah so, and yeah, on that had- note, well, um, if let's say you did an eyebrow that I thought was awful, <laughs> I would tell you and like, you know, just because they've done this on a free basis doesn't mean that you should let people just take over and do ser- terrible work. Um, not that that ever happens with anyone I work with, because I'm p- quite particular, but be honest. If you're not loving something, if it's not working, say that it's not working, and su- but have a suggestion as to what you could do to change it. Don't just be like, this is horrible. I don't like it. S- suggest <laughs> what you could change, <laughs> because that will be the helpful and you have to work with people to say, I'm not, I'm not feeling, I don't know why I'm not loving it. Can, what can you suggest? What could we do? And the amount of times that we've ended up working through something and getting like the shot because we were communicating clearly. It's like having a relationship. You have to communicate. It is. We're a little family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's really important actually is it is it's true. We are a little family and I, I'm, I, tend to rework the same people over and over again. And I will always put my makeup artists that I work with on my test shoots forward for my client shoots because they're the people that I I get along with. Like most of my best friends are people I work with on set. And being friends on set makes everything just so much better. I can't imagine working with people I don't get along with. So I think that it's quite important to try and find makeup artists, hairstylists, anyone that you get along with on a personal level as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That just makes all the difference because it, it becomes work becomes more fun than fun, in a way. Yeah.
0: But yeah, I Definitely. totally agree. Cool. Let's do some quick questions because oh. I want to ask some juicy questions. <laughs> what Ready. is your favourite foundation to use?
1: Well, I have been on the quest for the one foundation to rule them all um, for a very long time, actually. <laughs> since time ago be yeah and do you know what I very recently found it and uh, I was I was yeah I've been avoiding this foundation for many a year because it's so expensive <laughs> so um okay you have to think about what kind of person you are do you like matte or do you like dewy or do you like satin and I'm a dewy gal so mm-hmm. it has to be Giorgio Romani luminous silk it is a bit a classic unique. Oh, it's beautiful. It just does everything. It does exactly what it says on the tin. It is luminous silk on your face. And what, what more could you want? That's Nothing. What I asked. <laughs> it's 43 cool. pounds, but guys, John Lewis having a sale, it's now 33. <gasps> okay. Yeah. Okay. But
0: how do I know what, what shade I need to get? I can't order online. You know
1: it's very difficult actually. Um, yeah. cause I was a really weird shade I, I I went to selfridges and i just tested some and i ended up mm-hmm. being like a really bizarre shade i'm like quite light but i'm quite mm-hmm. dark so i was like oh what
0: yeah you are you've got in? a natural tan to you
1: yeah so i was actually quite a light shade in that which was strange yeah. i was a 4.5 but what i like to do is i buy two and i mix yeah because you will change i know that's a spending way to do it but you will your skin will obviously change color throughout the year due to yeah. the season I know,
0: well actually I'm probably not now since we're all
1: locked indoors. <laughs>
0: oh god you say that but I'm now using a little bit of fake tan every other day
1: oh very nice
0: just a little droplet in my moisturizer just to give me a bit of glow because I was like it's April I'm not going to be pale forever
1: (laughs) I personally love a bb cream interesting yeah Uh, yeah beauty balm actually the it Cosmetics cc cream is nice I use that that every day Oh, it's wonderful, isn't it? But then that's exactly the same price now as the Giorgio Armani Luminous Silk. So, you know. Is it really? Yeah, because that's £32 from Boots and Giorgio Armani is £33 from John Lewis. Oh my God, the
0: choices I'm going to have to make. I
1: know. I know. I mean, uh, like, well, you know, next time I get to see you, I can bring, obviously I'll bring my Giorgio Armani foundation. so We can, we do can a test my shade. Test
0: yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, what's your favourite look to do on a model?
1: Oh,
0: well, I guess it, again, depends on the model. If it's Mm -hmm. high
1: fashion, I would like to do a very fresh skin uh, and maybe just something, some kind of detail, either on the eye or the lips, the brows are always brushed up. Mm -hmm. Um, Never brushed down. Uh, Yeah, just like uh, something a bit arty, something a little bit kind of interesting. It can still be fresh and pretty, though. And then if she's, like, slightly more commercial, then I'll probably... I'll probably go with the golden goddess, the old Shazbo tilb look. <laughs> Can we explain she, what that is? I'm oh, sorry, that's Charlotte Tilbury. I'm sure she probably <laughs> won't like, appreciate me calling her Shazbo. I love yeah. that.
0: And I know what you mean. <laughs> um, okay, what piece of kit would you never be without?
1: Okay, so... As you have witnessed, I used to carry suitcases of makeup to every job, which was yeah. insane. I've actually broken five suitcases because I didn't depot anything. So, my new favorite piece well, they're actually pieces of kit. It would be my new uh, Zucker case, which actually doubles up as a seat, which is just phenomenal. And um, oh, God, it's changed my life. And also, um, I've got this new like fold over case where everything is super organized. I've depotted things into ViewSet palettes. And it has, it has totally changed my life. And it just makes uh, doing makeup super uh, organized and efficient. Whereas before, I was slightly all over the place. (laughs) So that's...
0: (laughs) yeah, very amazing. (laughs) Biggest biggest mistake you see people doing with their own makeup?
1: Well, do you know what? If you love what you're doing on your face, then you do you and sod the rest. That's a cop out. Stop it. If it was me <laughs> and I was looking at your face and you did something, the one, obviously, starting with the base, I don't want to see, like, a yellow Simpson face ever, really. Mm. Uh, that's never good. And also, like, overplucking your brows and then drawing them in with pretty much help tip. It's not mm. great. And then perhaps maybe, like, you know when you, people do, like, a winged liner and then it rains or their eyes leak and then yeah. they just get smudgy, like, a tra- hairy, fuzzy tarantula leg. pronging their eye. I can't stand it. But just carry.
0: Yeah, or carry some q tips with you and just touch it up.
1: Yeah. If you're the kind of person that gets a leaky eye every now and again, just bring a
0: just take some q
1: tips and just sort of, you know.
0: Perfect. See I don't have that problem. I like people complain about mascara running or eyeliner running and I really don't have that problem. I'm really lucky. I'm one of the lucky ones.
1: I, I actually do have a uh, leaky eye issue. I actually went to the doctors because I said I cannot live like this. Like I am a makeup artist, I can't go to set looking like, uh, you know, with all my makeup down my face. I look insane. I cannot have this, and they just said, I think you might have mild hay, hay fever. Of what? I've got mild hay fever. Oh, my eyes run in the summer.
0: Yeah, it's ruining my life. <laughs> Antihistamines are your friend. Yeah. Basically. um any final pieces of advice okay so for photographers I guess again
1: because I like to think of like um the shoot team a bit like a stadium rock band I know this is a bit tenuous <laughs> of course <but>. you do. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like right if you think about your stadium rock band take Led Zeppelin so you've yeah. got Robert Plant that's your model and you've got yeah, Jimmy Babe and that's your guitarist and that's your mm-hmm. photographer Mm -hmm. and like those two are front and center they're leading the show you know everyone's looking at them but if you haven't got a good rhythm section so you haven't got john paul jones and john (laughs) bottom you're gonna have a a crap band because your rhythm section is what really gets people moving so just think about like the fact that everyone is equal on set it is a like it is a collaborative effort um really listen to your team and try new things and if it doesn't work it's okay and then i guess for makeup artists just I think it's all about like managing expectations. So for example, if you get to a shoot and they say, oh, by the way, we've had this amazing idea to come with a model in pink body paint and you don't have pink body paint, just be like, guys, I don't have it. Uh, It's not your fault that you don't have it because you weren't told. Mm -hmm. So um, just say, look, I've got pink eyeshadow or whatever. We can work around this. How about this? Just suggest something else. And like, yeah, just manage your expectations and uh, don't be afraid to like put forward ideas and also I mean what helped me in London um, was just being like super helpful to all departments when as much as I could when I was on Mm -hmm. set but I think the reason I got so far in London um, so actually my first job was working for Ridley Scott's company I mean Mm -hmm. I was very much out of my depth but the reason they kept rehiring me because I was like helpful and sweet and just like a nice relaxed person to have around Mm -hmm. and I think that's super important if you do want to like
0: uh get ahead in this absolutely that i think the most important thing out of anything above skill above anything is being kind and being helpful
1: yeah exactly that is it's people skills i mean makeup artists are right in their face so it's very <laughs> much people skills pulling but, um, up their eyelashes, opening yeah their eyes. exactly like whipping out snot from their nose being like oh babe, you <laughs> got something in your teeth <laughs> always take toothpicks um, Ooh yeah that's one of the things I do have that in my kit and straws uh, so mm. they can have a drink if we have got a lip on
0: yeah um, and makeup remover this.
1: yes makeup remover is very important because you know that's the beauty of makeup it's an art that can just be taken off yeah yeah
0: amazing anything else any one last tip, tidbit it, it, I think do you know what I think that's everything really amazing uh, well. yeah can you tell everyone where they can find you online and keep in touch with you okay so i'm on instagram
1: at with Georgia, m-u-a and then my website is www.withgeorgia.com uh, and i will be actually i've got a, um a, i'm getting a ring light sent down so i'm going to start doing oh. little tutorials and things like that which is super exciting <laughs> so yeah amazing
0: Perfect. Well, I'm going to link everything in the show notes. So it's very easy to find you and you are literally all over my Instagram anyway. So it's <laughs> very easy to find you there. <laughs> so, yes, it is. Thank you so oh, much. God. Oh, thank you so much for having me. That's lovely. Did you know that I have an Amazon shop? where you can actually browse all the gear and the books that I recommend. I get asked all the time what camera I use to shoot with, what lens I'm using or where I buy my film or recently what book I'm reading and now I can show you all in one place. If you do take a look and you buy anything I I get a small commission from Amazon and that helps me so much with all the content I produce for you guys for free I love creating this podcast but it does take a lot of time so if I get any commission from anything you buy through Amazon it makes a world of difference to me so next time you need a new book to read or you want to buy a new lens maybe think about heading to my Amazon shop and buying something through there the link is amazon.com forward slash shop forward slash Olivia Bossett or you can just click the link in the show notes and head to it there thank you so much